So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This is Machu Bailey alongside my reviewing partner in crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of BS Beats and Bailey. Yeah, so this episode, we're just doing two movies. Uh, yeah. We're doing I Saw Barbershop, um, the third film, Barbershop 3. Mm-hmm. Or Barbershop, the next cut. That's yeah, the right. real title. And then. Uh, and then, uh, well, we, we yeah, saw, yes, or at least saw. in my, or at least in his case, sorry. It was the second time that he, he got to see the bastard. Yeah. Um, Captain America, Civil War. Yeah, third, uh, this third in Captain America franchise and what, the 13th or 12th of the MCU? I, I literally like, like, like stopped counting ever since the um, yeah. Avengers Age of Ultron came out. Yeah. yeah. yeah I so just know that you're always expecting about, you know, it's three Marvel movies you get in a year, right? Basically. Roughly. Yeah, so because I'm just like, well, all right, yeah, just throw them at me. I think phase one, no, I think phase one was six movies, phase two, six movies, and then phase three is supposed to be ten movies. I think that's the, if I remember correctly. But I, I know they're having a lot of shake-up and changes. Right, right, right. Going on, um, is that to make up with, um, sorry, not to make up really, but try to keep up with the Marvel TV universe? Not really. Well, the shield, not, not really so much. Like as a, yeah, kind of, but what, did, what happens at... They have a lot of internal politics kind of shenanigans. I mean, nothing near as disastrous as other film studios will not name for now. Right. <laughs> um, but it's it's still have you know tr- not not total trouble in paradise, but not perfect. And so they had to do a lot of change. I heard they, they cancelled um, Inhumans. Yeah, that's a well, so rumor. Yeah. yeah, heard that. They switch it up. Not sure. And well, one of the rumors, early rumors, was that um, they pushing to get X Men back, much like how they, they fight down to get Spider Man back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not sure. No, no. They having some changes. I heard Inter- Infinity War getting renamed. They're not going to call it Infinity War anymore. Yeah, because they want it to be like two. They want like they want everybody to know that it's two specific films. It's not right. Well, Infinity War Part One and Two anymore. Right, we're not sure what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. When, um, it, when it come and come, we'll see it. Yeah. But right. This, so this was the latest. Uh, but I'll just we'll before 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 we'll yeah before we talk about Civil War, yeah, we'll talk about um you yeah. talk about Barbershop the the next cut. Well, actually, before I want to talk about uh, there's a little open beta for a game that came out. All right, we haven't talked about games in a good while. So yeah, no, what this game might that be? This game is Overwatch, the latest from Overwatch. Um, yeah, the latest right. from Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of ramping up this stuff. So All right, because um, a certain movie, Warcraft. Maybe. Not sure. <laughs> no, but Overwatch <laughs> it's is it's, it's its own project. It's basically, if you're familiar with a game that I am very familiar with, a game called Team Fortress Two. Yes, uh, I am. Yes. This game is basically a team-based uh, kind of. Um, shooter mm-hmm. and it's a class based system right, you pick right. a bunch of classes and you play you could modify the classes according to the rules of the game and then you play that and you invade or push a cart or some objective against the other team usually red versus blue that's pretty much it although I wish they put in more characters and cl- um, classes and teams in the game and more colors so we can get a more interesting game but that's just me 
Overwatch is that. It's Blizzard's attempt at this. It's basically a, just like Team Fortress 2. It's a class-based shooter. Mm-hmm. A lot of classes, a lot of characters. And it's not bad. I actually really enjoyed it. All right. It's, it's uh, easy to play or like, what well, I mean, yeah, easy pretty, to pick up on? Pretty, pretty, pretty to pick up on. Not as, I, I think it's a little more problems that the, the design philosophy is a lot different from Team Fortress 2. So I don't like it as much. It's okay. not as subtle, not as sublime. It's a little loud, a little noisy in its design. Um, a lot of scrapped ideas from Team Fortress 2 is in this game. Okay. You could tell and you could, you could do a lot of stuff in it. It's, but it's interesting. It's an interesting game. I was, the open beta came out, what, the fifth? I got an early little something before that, like about the third, so I started playing it on that day. All right. And it's closing, I think, at the time of this recording. This is Sunday. Today's what, the 8th, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Sunday is right. So the time of this recording, Sunday the 8th, uh, you'll probably see this on the 9th of the time, so it'll be closed by them. I do recommend this. If you're into the shooter thing, it's, it's kind of continuing, kind of taking the torch from Team Fortress 2. Team Fortress 2, I won't say slowing down a little bit, not so much, kind mm. of, but it, not on its high, its, its top game anymore. And I could totally see this replacing it in the long run. All right. Um, it's not bad. Uh, yeah. She really enjoyed it. A couple classes. My favorite character is Junkrat. He's basically similar to how the, the demo man is in Team Fortress 2. Okay. So I, I t- could see myself putting time in this one. Um, kind of old now in my, my age as well. So I can't see myself putting as much time as I did with Team Fortress 2. Team Fortress 2 is like nine years old now. Yeah. Back nine years ago, I had way more free time at least when it came to playing video games. So, yeah. yeah how, how times have changed. Yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I, I like me my first person shooters as well, too. So right. I'll, I'll look out for that. Right. Is it, is it a very big game? Like, you know, if I run it on my um, laptop? It's like about six gigs. Well, that was the, the, the thing I download. So okay. about six, gig, six gigs in size for me. It might be bigger when you think. But Team Fortress 2 is about what, nine gigs now yeah. with all the extra content. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, well, it's another shooter came out, Doom. I played the open beta for that. was very underwhelmed and disappointed oh. in it. I Hopefully, saw the, well, a couple of trailers for it. Right. It was, I I would, it. I'll be playing, most likely I'll be playing it for the single player, but I get, I get a feeling that it won't be, they get, they're trying to go back to the old Doom 2 yeah. approach, that old when Doom 2 and Doom 1, the classic old shareware games. Uh, but Doom 3, a lot of people didn't like that game. They didn't really care for it. That came out about, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, 12 it was, years it was ago. It was a good while ago, yeah. Yeah, like 2003, 2004. And a lot of people... Didn't care for that game, I remember. Yeah. And it's only because other better games came out that year. I remember um, Halo 2 came out at the time. Yes. People, that blurry everybody. And then Half-Life 2 came out at the time and that blurry everybody. Of course. So when yeah. Doom 3 came out, people didn't give a shit. Um, this one is, I'm reasonably hyped for it. Reasonably. Uh, I think the single player game is going to hold me over because mostly because of the, that, those kill animations and all of that, that gory stuff that people uh, hyped for. I think it'll be okay. Whatever. That's the only two games I really give a shit about right now. I think it had Battlefield 1 trailer, World War 1, okay. Oh, Call of Duty, Halo 2, the Final Reckoning, whatever it is. That's going to be bullshit. Not gonna expect oh, that. yeah. What an original title, yeah. guys. The Final Reckoning. No, that's, that's my, my makeup name. Oh, oh yeah, okay, but, okay. But the point is that it's looking terrible. It's a new Modern Warfare game. It looking, I, that looking like rubbish. Mm. Looking like, basically looking like Halo 5 or whatever it is. It looking like Halo more than Call of Duty, which is ridiculous. You know, it's Halo with the, with the whatever engine they're using. I don't know yeah. engine they're using right now. Anywho. Anyway. Let's get back to, to movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, right, so Barbershop, um, the next cut, third film in the Barbershop. Yeah. Well, technically, if, you, if the fourth film, if you count Beauty Shop. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, kind of. Now, yeah, the, the, same well, the thing is with, with, with me and, and Barbershop, like, um, I've always been a fan of, of Ice Cube. Right. Well, you know, in movies and whatnot, you know, ever since uh, Boys in the Hood in 991, you know. Right. Brilliant performance as well too. Yeah. Um, and then you know it was just amazing that he actually decided to take a more creative route 
both with acting and writing apparently now with um, 995's Friday which still right. remains one of my favorite movies not yeah. just stoner comedy or comedies yeah. or urban comedies just movies period I just right. love that movie to death and you know he did a couple of action flicks starred in um, what was it I know he starred in Dangerous Ground yeah that's where he went to um, South Africa and you know that stuff I think he directed that film if I'm not yeah. mistaken um, a movie that I happen to like even though I don't like the director Three Kings yeah yeah I, I love Three Kings but I don't know what's your beef with you and David Russell nah, I, don't like Russell. <laughs> I know we mentioned it before but yeah, dude like come on it was Three Kings man compare that to, to American Hustle come on yeah hot come garbage. on yeah American Hustle is hot garbage yeah, yeah. Um, there was Ghost of Mars from right. um, John Carpenter right. I don't remember a single thing about it to be yeah, honest it a, I forget that movie too yeah. I, just, I remember it being just really mediocre and forget it yeah and remember Talk yes Remote ridiculous was, as hell action yeah, movie that was trying to capitalize on the Fast, fast and Furious yeah, phrase with motorbikes yeah, yeah. so yeah. yes we had biker boys before that but right. hey let's just have these over the top action scenes yeah. with bikes and it was just so dumb yeah. but one thing I always remembered about talk was just how incredibly cartoonish um, Ice Cube was because he was he was a bad guy right. he was just this guy with this like eternal skull every time you just seen him he just skull he's like yeah. he just always has this angry look in his yeah, face that's, that's it was just so yeah. dumb because uh, when um, his son played him in the movie yeah. he had the same that same skull he had to pull off yeah. right right yeah. right so um, cut to 2002 now Barbershop came out um, it kind of it kind of caught me off surprise because it was a PG-13 movie it wasn't like the R-rated stuff that Ice Cube was doing over the um, yeah. past few years in terms of acting. Yeah. And it was a, uh, I wouldn't, what's the word to describe it? Pleasant? Yeah. Well, it was, it was kind of yeah, like yeah, that. It was yeah, just really a feel good comedy. Yeah, they finally, yeah, finally capitalized on the feel goodness of, you know, the black American experience and that that side of it and how to market that. It's kind yeah. of surprisingly difficult to do in, in modern Hollywood. Uh, yeah, you still had your little dramatic moments in right. it, I remember, but, you know, it was real good. It, yeah. it was it was very well done. I mean, the, the acting, the, the comedic performances, you know, yeah. from Ice Cube, yeah. um, Eve as well too. People yeah. didn't expect Eve yeah. to be in it, but you know, she was great as well. Yeah. And then, of course, Cedric the Entertainer was in it as yeah. well too. And then, cut to two years later, two thousand four, we got um, Barbershop two. Yeah. And funny thing is, I don't remember Barbershop two that much because I I only saw it once. I saw Barbershop probably two or three times. Yeah. But if you ask me what went on in both films, I honestly can't answer that. Yeah. And then we got Beauty Shop after that, which was the kind of spin off with Eve, and we had Queen um, Queen Latifah in it. A few other actresses that feel like for me I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know if they show up in this film here. Yeah. Can't tell. Because I haven't seen this new one here. Yeah. Um so yeah, but now cut to some years later, now we're finally getting a third barbershop movie. Yeah. So I I well, this is just my first question I, about it so, and then you could jump in yeah, the interview. No, I'm wondering if it has to do well, because it's based in, in Chicago, I don't yeah. know if it really has to do with, you know, what's going on in terms of crime in Chicago. Yeah. And it does. with um, it's Spike Lee's film Chirac coming out last bit. year. Okay, so you know? Chirac is way more R rated than this, but Of uh, course, yeah, of course. It's the same idea. It's dealing with gang, gang violence and the idea of how to protect young black children, particularly vulnerable, to being caught up in the gang violence. Right. And, and it did that reasonably well. Uh, they made it they made a lot of I mean the sad part is that there's a lot of contrived drama in this one. But it worked because of the modern. They kept they kept it legitimate. Um, contrived in the sense of what? Like they uh, just so want to hit any fields. Just bit. want to make yeah. it so they, they had a feel. Lot, yeah, they had, they had to contrive this character, and then well, Ice Cube's son kind of old now. He's like pretty much a teenager at this point, mm-hmm. and so they had him 
you know, there's time passing and you get a sense of, well, yeah, it's, it's about 10 years later. Yeah. You know, everybody older now. Which sons, it is actually, well, about actually is, 12 well, yeah, years. So the son, the son is in middle school. He, you know, and he's trying to, you know, he's a formative person, but because of the gangsters, he have to keep, the dad have to keep him straight. And, you know, oh, and, you know, he have to work, you know, black boy, come on, get a job, kid. You know, that that's That's like boys in it all over again. Right. But it's, it's much, much more um, sterilized. Very sterilized. It's very clean. You know, it's a film that um, they had Common Son being a little mischievous one. Oh, Common had a son. Common had a son. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they kind of did this quick montage in the beginning showing how stuff changed and who get married to who and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because like picture them ahead. And right I, I completely forget what happened with, with <laughs> who was together with who anyway. So yeah, me too. I had to come back. I was like, oh yeah, right. This person was with this person. And then they bring in a bunch of new people. Uh, really forgot a lot of the actors, but I know Nicki Minaj in this. Yeah. Nicki Minaj was a ridiculous Barbie doll in this. Um, ah, she looked she looked good, but you know, is, is she is, yeah, is, 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 is Barbie, yeah, is Barbie doll right, Barbie doll look. Mm-hmm. Um but she was she was pretty good. She had a whole little they had a little love triangle thing with her and Common and Eve, that was really funny. Well, um, okay. Yeah. They did that thing. Yeah. And then Common's son was a little miscreant because Common's son tried to teach something and he said, Oh, he's taking it out of the father paycheck and he kinda embarrassed Common in front of the shop because mm. he tried to teach some candy bars quick because they didn't want to work for work in the shop and he's the father kinda scold the son for not getting a job. Right, right. And then right. he had this kid. I, I kind of sell all the plot. I mean, spoilers. Yeah, but, but not really. <laughs> the, well, it's, right, well it's because no, no, it's, no spoilers, but just like really for, what yeah, the plot is about. This is perfectly designed for middle age and older black folk um, about feeling good. And, you know, look, we have to get the youth straight because, you know, they'll get into the gang violence stuff. Right, but, it, but what is it about, like, basically, in a nutshell? Right, it's basically about the what happens that um, Calvin wanted to sell the shop. Right. right. Ice Cube. Calvin, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Cal, right, Calvin's barbershop. He wanted to sell the shop, kind of, but he really wanted to move. To the north side, north side of Chicago, right? If it, again, it's for Chicago people. So if you're kind of familiar with the kind of economic social status going on there, north side of Chicago is great. Yes, yeah. like and mostly white. Is there's a big racist, racist, racial aspect to it, and you have to if you go up there, it'll be much safer. Mm-hmm. You get out of the old south side section. Yeah, um, where Common is actually from, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole, there's a whole thing, and and. I really, you know, I was, I was half expecting to see Kanye West show up in this movie. <laughs> no, right. um, but yeah, he, yeah. So we had Common in it, and he was talking about the the, the plight of Chicago, and they, they basically Calvin wanted to leave, and what he was going to do is they were going to undermine a lot of city traffic. This I forget this guy's name. This black guy, he was he became a politician, and he had a, they was going to have a vote, and the vote was going to throw off um, traffic to the barbershop, so it hurt the barbershop financially. Right. But it would decrease crime in the city. Okay. So that was the trade-off. And the, the idea was that, oh, well, can we decrease crime in the city without this big um, blocking off of the neighborhood kind of mm-hmm. thing, this re- reorganization? And so they, the barbershop gang decided to say, okay, we're going to have a, a weekend of free cuts. And it's gonna, the, the idea was to get the two gangsters, it had two, these two big gangsters who had uh, appointments with two characters. Right. This is Nicki Minaj and Calvin. They had appointments and they ended up clashing with each other in the shop and it was almost, almost went to, well, blows. Well, not yeah. blows, but gunfire and right, weapons. Right. And they say, okay, they, they trick them, they trick them to come together and then have a truce, essentially. Mm. So, weekend, whole weekend, truce. To, you know, your turf war, whatever it is. End the turf war. And they were kind of caught in the middle of that. And right. they say, okay, we're going to have this truce and it's going to be free cuts so the whole weekend. Peace. Yeah. Great. Peace, love, very, and cuts, man. Right. Very, very sterilized film. And then, well, the side plot was a couple other side side plots. One side of plot. Of course, not surprised. Side plot was what with A with Common and the love triangle with him, Eve and Nicki Minaj. Really funny. More played for laughs more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tal- Calvin's son getting caught up with uh, this, the rapper called Tiger. Yeah. He's a, Everyone's favorite rapper. <laughs> right. He 
kind of was kind of he saved Calvin, Calvin and Calvin's son's friend and Calvin together from another gangster. Right. So so now days. Tiger feels that they owe him a little bit. And the, the, the idea was that they were going to join them, and the, the Tiger fellow was like. Um, well, the, the Calvin Sunwell really wanted to get into the gangster stuff because he was overprotective and the mother wanted him to go to this Catholic school. It's not a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, do I, do uh, I recommend this well, movie? Well, before you get to the recommendations, what about the like performances? You yeah, know, no, like it was... Auntie Hamilton, yeah, everybody Cedric, was, everybody. everybody was... Everybody was everybody. They, they didn't change anything. It was the same. It, again, as usual with the old films, it still felt very amateur. The, the editing, you know, it still everything felt amateurish. But it, it felt more like a stage play more than anything. <laughs> you know, I won't go as far as, I won't go as far as saying Tyler Perry. But it was in that, in that domain. Again, the feel-good comedy for the yeah. black middle class. So basically, same formula from the, same formula, from right. the past films. Yeah, but, okay. it, because, but because everybody older now, the humor felt like, oh, well, it's humor that for 15 years old. And then they had a couple younger characters. So they had this whole um, talk with the Indian... They had an Indian guy in the story. Right. Actually, and this, he, he, the whole point. And it, 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 it was kind of cool because it was reminiscent of like certain compositions with Indians, Africans, and Trinidad. But the idea to see Indians and Africans in the United States have the same racial arguments right. and how it play out roughly the same way. And his, his argument was... And he made, he made some workable arguments about how come black people can rise up and he, he and the parents rise up. And that whole, whole debate, now, yeah. the whole financial and you know, the whole social mobility debate and how those narratives played out differently for each other. It was okay. And then right. they had the younger black audience, younger black characters in it, which had this young black guy who was like a young black nerd. Mm-hmm. And you could tell this is the, them is the future now. So the young black nerd, he was like the young black nerd who cut in here. Then they had the, um, this feminist black girl. Ah. She's she all social conscious and all of that shit. And they had right, a whole right. argument with it. Again, the stage play. Yeah. And then the two of them kind of hook up in the end. That was... Uh, yeah, but... It was, it was very... That's prof- not really so much a spoiler, it, it but... Was very it, perfunctory. Kind of it was very perfunctory, but it made gender gender thing. It wasn't too ridiculous, so it went over the board, but it was fine. I see. And it was... Everybody was nice and happy, and, you know... It was, feel it, good vibe, feel good comedy. fun. Do I recommend it? Yes, because it's a feel-good comedy. It, yeah. it worked. It's a little amateurish, but don't skip it. Just go see it. I liked it. Right, I enjoyed it. I found um, it. What, what would you rate it? I'd rate it... Uh, I see it. Hi, right. CC8, but still go see it, but in CC8. Don't spend too much money on this. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. Cool. Yeah. I, I can live with that. Yeah, yeah. I had fun with it. And again, the big, the big thing for me was Nicki Minaj looked fantastic. Because <laughs> she was a ridiculous Barbie doll and dressed up ridiculous in this with short skirts and tight jeans. And, or there's a really, really funny bit with Common and her. With Common in the car when she, he dropped her home. Mm. And they had a whole bit with that. And that was funny as hell. That was really well done. The last it's one was that you, you, if yeah. you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a ridiculously high score. Yeah, I think it's about seventy or eighty something. Yeah, right it was now, really yeah. high. Like early, in fact, somebody really used had it in the nineties. Yeah, it totally deserved that because everybody liked it. Right. It wasn't great. Again, um, thing has it as roughly the same score as the old barbershops, which is in the sixties. Yeah, I give it that. That that's what it is. It's just it it serves its purpose quite well. They didn't yeah. decide to go above and beyond the Call of Duty. Didn't expect that. It's like the usual jokes, all the old jokes, all black people jokes, Cedric A. and the Tatum being the old black funny guy. Mm-hmm. I, what I was surprised, I thought they would have done this, I thought they would have had Andy, Anthony, Ham- no, Anthony Hamilton, Anthony Anderson. But yeah, uh, why do you keep saying Anthony Hamilton? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Hamilton is... Um, yeah, this is the singer. singer. Oh, jeez, oh, jeez. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting my, my R&B. You see, yeah, yeah. that's what happens when Anthony, you do get Anthony the BT. Anthony Anderson anyway. is pretty hot right now because of um, his TV show, Blackish. Yes. I really thought they would have done... They would have had him premiere a lot more. His character has some reference, but it's a side character. It's barely, he's hardly in the film. Um, okay. J- in fact, Jimmy Smooth is more in the film with him. And J- again, Jimmy Smooth is a comedian I just happen to really like. Yeah. He is funny to me and he's hilarious in this. Um, yeah, it was fine. I give it a, I recommend it. 
Go see it, guys. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll 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 check it out eventually. Not, yeah. Maybe not in a hurry, but eventually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we want to move on to what, um, yeah. Let's talk about the movie that everybody wants to talk yes. to talk about. Civil. Civil War. Mark. Mother effing War. Yes. Do I like this film or do I love this film? <sighs> but before we get to whether we like it or not, uh, we we had to talk about what it took to to, to get there. Um, I'll, I'll start off, right? So yeah, it's twelve films. A couple of years ago, we had Winter Soldier, which to me was the best movie of 2014. Yeah, I, I love that movie so much. And the reason why I loved it so much is that it just really transcended from, from you remember the original film, Captain America, yeah. The First Avenger, where it had this intentional Saturday morning matinee style, yeah. which I loved as well too. I yeah. actually loved that show. Yeah, well, the first, the enjoyed first, it, I should say. No, the first of it, no, I loved, I liked the first of it. Yeah, uh, and it, I know it, a lot of people so, kind of give it a lot of flack because, oh, it was so old school and it didn't compare to like, Thor and Iron Man is like no, but that's, that's, that's not int- it was that's meant to be like that. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. the point. Um, they made yeah. it they made it work in the sense of you know yeah, World War Two was the moral war and Cap was the moral guy. And exactly. He, you know he was you know I don't like bullies, Nazis, punch. And yeah. Yeah, that movie. It was it was really about like those old ideals and yeah. now you know and after what happened the, with the Avengers and then in this worked, case with Winter yeah, Soldier. That movie worked totally. And then yeah, those ideals then, got got challenged. Right, exactly. And then with Winter Soldier, they just flipped the script completely. And exactly. What they made it work. What they did it. They had it like a basically like a big spy thriller like yeah the, it was like, like all to those like 70s yeah. um, political thrillers right in fact, in fact the, the running joke was oh shit Robert Redford in this and he yeah, was from in, All the Presidents All the Presidents no but not only that um, Three Days of the, of the Condor yes classic yes, yes, fucking yes. movie classic really movie, really yes. good um, and I was like oh shit he played the, the you know the yeah, um, Alexander Pierce yes, yes I yes. believe that right. and the whole point of it was you know it is power government and power and subverting government and how yeah. when you have a very powerful system it doesn't take much for that system to be corrupt because it's so it's just a massive asymmetry of power. Yeah. Right. And then and that of movie, course freedom versus fear. Right. You, you're getting right. You're getting that freedom versus security argument. You do all of that. And that movie was excellent. A very yeah. tight film. What? Uh, but I just want to say one more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier um, surprised me. Didn't expect it to be that damn good. That was the thing. They had a big twist and the big reveal. If I will show you see by now, which is Hydra was running everything. Yeah. Like, oh shit, Hydra's still alive. Great. Yeah. So Hydra start, is in was in Shield. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, this big infection, and then they had this. In my opinion, one of the greatest montage sequences in modern <laughs> recent modern film, which is when Adam Zola explains. Yeah, that just reveals everything. And I, I mean, I watched the movie over yeah, a couple of nights, excellent. and I was like, wow, this. Still if, so it, it to, yeah, it totally reminded me of um, if you're familiar with um, Adam Curtis, his documentaries. He has this really, really crazy, you know, intense kind of... It's not conspiracy. But, but not, it's not cons- conspiracy theory. It's okay. conspiracy theory, but right... It's not conspiracy theory, but it's right on the edge of it. Right. The, you know, it's had the same style of filming. So kind of like a spec... Like, it very could spe- be, but very speculative. He, he can't really not, say... Not, I wouldn't go as far as saying Oliver Stone. He's there, because everything he says is like facts, but it's more interpretation, and he's, all right, all right. he's like that. Yeah. And uh, I totally recommend his movies. His, his documentaries are excellent and really well done, and that is what that movie reminded me of. Yeah, but, uh, but for me, with, with Winter Soldier, I mean, yes, you had your political intrigue and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and I love that, but what really blew me away with this movie was just the action itself. Yeah. It really, really felt like a legit action movie. What I mean, like, yeah. yes... Avengers and you yeah, know yeah. Thor and those things; those are action-based movies. Yeah, yes, I- but this one is like, think like if you if you replace Captain America with like Bourne, Jason Bourne with yeah, Matt exactly. Damon, it felt yeah. like it that. Felt more like like that yeah. If you took away, if you stripped away all the the superhero names and the costumes, yeah. it just felt like this yeah, really the, legit the, the, intense the, the action Russell movie. The Russo brothers, yeah, the Russo brothers yeah. did a good job of of balancing that whole tone reasonably well. You get it, accept both. 
Yeah. You, you know, the serious tone of the Bond films, you know, the, what is his, who's the um, director of Bond film? Um, Paul Greengrass. Greengrass, right. right. The Greengrass style of that, that approach. And then, yeah, you still, it's still a superhero movie. Yeah. And they made it work. And they, they, they get the three, the, the three kind of grounded characters. You had Black Widow and you had Falcon. Yeah. And they made it work. Wh- which were fantastic yeah, they, side they fit, characters they fit, as well. Yeah, too, they yeah. fit in the world quite well. Um, it's a deal with Hydra. Uh, it was, one of the big things for me is the minimize didn't have that much CG. Yes. In the, that movie. The yeah. action sequences were great. You get the a, fight scenes yeah, and all, all my fight goodness. scenes were just grinding my and, goodness, and yeah. really grounded. Um, it, didn't, it didn't feel too much. Just that fight scene alone with Winter Soldier. Yeah, and the first encounter with Winter Soldier and Captain America, guys. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, really well done. Yeah. Um, all the action was great in this movie. And it was a very tight film and very tightly edited. Yeah, yeah. I love the editing as well, too. You, you got a sense of what was going on. It wasn't right. cut, 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 and your eyes nah. started bleeding. No, nah. you it saw was, everything. This one was really well done. Yeah. Um, really, really polished movie. Right. So now we Stop. can kind of get into and Age of Ultra now and right. where things started. Uh, well, not, well okay. when the universe started to get so back. I, I ultimately, um, even though the Age of Ultra was, for me, one of the weaker just films in the MCU, period. Um, I still like the Ultra. I don't love me it. Me too, actually. I want to love it. And, but the, with the Ultron, you, you always the entire thing felt like they could have done more with this. From what I understood, is a lot of shenanigans went on behind the scenes with Joss Whedon and the edits, and it clearly felt like an unfinished edit. Right. And that was the problem with that movie. A lot of ideas didn't really pan out too well. You could tell that he was stressed out and he couldn't have that. He had, you know, you know the distinction between the good stress and the bad stress. Yeah, you know, with, I know he's with, a man who's with, with, with a lot of stress. Yeah, exactly. You know, with perfectionist the first, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the first age, with the first um, Avengers, that was good stress. It was just about creative choices and it, you know, everything worked out and, and fell into place reasonably yeah, well. Yeah, and it was just really like just characters that you know, you saw their individual movies, mm-hmm. put them together in one movie yeah, and, and see if they could get along. And, and then something happens, the first, oh, they have to get along and boom, that's yeah, the all first, you need to. Yeah, and the first, the first one could have been a, easily been a, been a disaster. As a yeah, exactly. But it, it was worked. a huge risk, but yeah, it worked. But it yeah. worked and it, 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 it totally paid off. Yeah. The Age of Ultron didn't work out too well. I um, think it just really had too much ideas. Like, that's because no, everybody yeah, that's had the their own part. character. Yeah, that was the unfortunate part. Yeah. They, they, they should have focused more. They could have done more with Ultron. Ultron wasn't menacing enough. I find they could have put the stakes up in this, in this in that one a little more. It still was too feel-goody. Exactly. And, and they just took a lot of detours. So Black Widow had her own detour and right. Captain America and Thor and right. Hulk. And they, you know? they, had to, uh, they could have focused the film a little better. Whatever. Yeah. Moving on, um, didn't hate it. Then Ant Man came on, great. Yeah, Ant Man surprise. Yeah, check out our review for it as well yeah. too. Yeah, Ant Man could have not failed, but it had it had shenanigans went on too because Edgar, Edgar Wright, Wright had, was on board had a different had a different vision, and you know um, this guy Kevin Feige was like, nope, and, you know we don't want to do it this way, we want to do it this way, yeah. and he ended up falling out. Well, right, so Edgar Wright basically wanted Left. it to be this individual film, right. not be part of the MCU yeah, and, and you know now it's part of MCU now. yeah and he had his film and he, had, he did his thing and then um, I forget who was the director who replaced him that guy came in and just kind of took a lot of um, Edgar Wright's ideas and he made it work and the film ultimately came out quite well yeah and it had a surprising amount of humor as well too, yeah, which, made, which fit as well yeah, too. So it fit Paul Rudd's character exactly. as well yeah. and it was it worked for the most part and then they linked it to uh, Civil War yeah. they linked it they said oh shit it's like wait there's not Bucky what what are they talking about here in the end in the post-credit sequence? It's a yeah. post-credit sequence. Great post-credit sequence at the end of Ant-Man. It's the second one. Yeah. And it's Very like, vague though. I, no, I yeah, saw it and I was like, um, yeah, they just, okay. come, <laughs> they just come in and you see, yeah. wait, they catch Bucky already. Oh shit. And then when this when um this fellow say he knew a guy, it's like, ah, we know what it right, is. Right, now he's talking about Ant-Man. Yes. Ah, good. Lovely. Yeah. And they jump into Civil War. And Civil War is a different beast to, to Winter Soldier. Yes. It's it a different is. creature. It's here's the thing. I actually think, and this is a big 
controversy amongst MCU people because I, I don't think I, I find myself in the minority with this I actually think Civil War is better than Winter Soldier but here's the distinction here's go the on, distinction go on go on before, right. before, here's yeah. the distinction so Winter Soldier is a tighter film yes it's a tighter film it's a more focused film it's better edited I'll say that it's better mm-hmm. polished that's my opinion but what the, the risk they take in Civil War Bigger payoffs happen because of the trade-offs. For me, all, right. all the things I've seen in Civil War, we get to see Black Panther in this, mm-hmm. we get to see Spider-Man in this, mm-hmm. we get to see a kick-ass action sequence at all, but with roughly twelve or so characters in this. Yes, and the big payoffs that work for me, emotionally, um, in terms of action and plot-wise, well, we could argue about the plot, had a better payoff ultimately for me with this. Winter Soldier didn't have that. That's why I think Winter Soldier is like a synthetic kind of good. It's more focused. It's a more solid product on its own. But the bigger payoffs is, is like you have, because you have a bigger movie, mm-hmm. you have more good, you have more bad, but the trade-off between good and bad is much bigger than Winter Soldier. If you uh, understand where I'm coming from. I still personally prefer Winter Soldier because of the tightness of the script. But if there's more good in Civil War than in Winter Soldier. That's my, you know exegesis of how to, how to see this. That's right. why I actually, in, I think Civil War is a better film for me. All right. I love well, almost everything in, in this. All right, and well, the trade-offs, all the trade-offs served a better purpose. Mm-hmm. That's the controversial position I'm taking. Okay, well, what, what I would say before we kind of get into the plot, we had to talk about what it's about, right? Yeah. I would say that I still prefer Winter Soldier for what it did for taking what Captain, sorry, what the first Avenger did yeah. and, and just transcending it. This yeah. one felt like this is what Age of Ultron would have been if the Russos were involved. Right. If, uh, I forgot the guy's name, Christopher Marcus, whoever the one who wrote the screenplay. Definitely, Something Marcus. Yeah. yeah. If, he, if he had a hand in what Age of Ultron was, yeah. that's what we got with Civil War. Yeah. I can't really say it's better than, than, um, than Winter Soldier, to be honest. I think Winter Soldier is great. It's yeah. a masterpiece on its own. Yeah. I think that Civil War is but my thing that is, on my, its own yeah, as well. My, too. My They're two Winter different Soldier, films. My Winter Soldier is that the stakes of it was there but it's like yeah this gonna be avoided because of this it wasn't that big like that's my point with it because uh. the plot with Winter Soldier was just this oh you just have to stop this thing yeah but with Civil War you had true reverberations going through Civil War had, Winter Soldier had its reverberations too which is the Death of Shield yeah but this one is like whoa they really get the sense of oh going forward now this is the mid-season finale yeah, yeah. and it sweeps weak now that's the whole thing it designed like that it felt like watching the TV show like a TV show and it felt like sweeps weak like, or we have to get these quote-unquote gimmicky things in it but all the gimmicky things served the purpose and worked yeah and i was like yeah this worked spider-man was perfunctory he was, he was a bit ad hoc not denying that not denying that but it worked because you had to get spider-man in somehow mm-hmm. everybody had to remind everybody hey spider-man's back we yeah. have spider-man this is our spider-man but it didn't stray away but it didn't stray away, well, away, like, away too far from yeah, what exactly you and you get it about. again and the sad part is that you know if we you know in a, in a more ideal world Marvel would have gotten Spider-Man a long time ago and made a better story. Right. See, it's working within the reality. If you understand the reality of it, this is that those trade-offs for me are worth it ultimately. That's how I see it. I see it as a kind of organic good. Mm-hmm. You know, the trade-offs are totally worth it that made it a greater, better film. They take a huge film and made it work. Right. Like, unlike other films, we will not. We'll try to not talk about. I want to. I want to see how long yeah, we can yeah, last yeah, yeah. without mentioning this movie. We we may get to it before yeah, before I'll, by I'll the end. No, but I'll, but I'll, I'll have a total slip on my tongue. It'll, yeah, that'll totally happen. 
Okay, all right. So let's just get into just what the plot is, and we we'll try. Uh, like at least in my case, I'll try my best not to spoil too much about it. Yeah. So um, basically, no, yeah, by the way, guys, we not have no promises of any spoiler, unspoiler thing. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Say we, we, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. But I want to talk Scouts about. This, on I it. want to talk about this movie in its full entirety. I don't want to have a non-spoiler talk. Right. I don't want to. And I don't want to have another recording where we have a spoiler. No, talk, no, 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 no. no. It's so going to be a spoiler. We'll say what we have to say if it's, if spoilers come out. So be it. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so um, it's basically the government, right? Well, it's the government. Yeah. Well, um, General World Ross, World government. Uh, played by not is it um, William Hurt? Yeah, William Hurt, mm-hmm. who was in the Incredible Hulk yeah. film. Yeah, he's um, Thaddeus Ross. Yeah, and uh, he he approaches the Avengers and he kind of calls them out for just you know, yes, they have done a great job, you know, saving humanity and saving them from evil and whatnot. Right, but the pose a great threat to other people to yep. innocent bystanders and whatnot. Yeah. So the he gives them a message that the well how much is it? I think it's a hundred and thirty. Yeah, it's yeah, most plus of, basically the UN. Yeah, the UN, UN, says, UN says, All right, yeah. we want you to sign across these accords and you basically you'll be under the UN. Yeah, control. under their control. So, so you can't make a move unless they say yeah. so. So the thing is, uh basically the idea is that look, um Tony want to have this thing because he feeling guilty. Yeah. Uh, because he's he kind of get guilt trip guilt trips from this this mother played by Alfie Woodard, which was a kind of surprise. Yeah, it was. She comes was. in the, mo- the movie and she says, "Look, you killed my son because of your shit from the events of Age Ultron. You made Ultron. And yeah, you had to blow up a whole damn city. And and that just totally like damages uh, that that's totally yeah, just messes, messes with, up um, yeah, messes, messes up, with, yeah. with Tony's. And Tony Tony just miserable in this movie. Yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. surprise me, you know, like he, he gives one or two, you yeah. know, little. Yeah, one line but he, yeah, he's really, and that he's, he's just really yeah, tormented. Yeah, yeah everything is like kind of weighing down on him all these decisions. Yeah, and it, then, even worse than, than Iron Man three though. You know, even yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Man 3, it, they made it. Yeah. That was it. They fixed a lot of stuff in it. Kind of, it's a lot. Of, this movie had a little bit of apology for you know previous works <laughs> that people didn't really care for. Like a right. lot of, I have a lot of people who don't like Iron Man three. A lot of people didn't care for Age of Ultron, and it, these movies kind of fixed a lot of that because yeah. it's okay, you want to see. I kind of like both, but you, you know, want to still see, understand why people. Yeah, don't yeah like they kind of say, "Oh, you want to see Tony Stark's battles? You're gonna see it in this movie, really." Yeah. Um, so, but but just getting back anyway, to the so, plot, they're right, so, so right, so Tony, Cap, Tony well, says we need to be in check. Right. And Cap having none of it, he's like, "Yeah, this could this is a bad idea. It's a exactly. terrible idea." Um, you know, it's one of those. Here's the thing: I kind of I kind of compare this movie to the Dark Knight in the sense that you want to put serious ideas in your comic book movie, but it's come across a little jarring. Mm. A little bit. So with the Dark Knight, they had to put, you know, the, the again, the, the supervision, you know, surveillance technology stuff to find the Joker because yeah. the Joker is so terrible. I mean, Joker, his ideas with nihilism and, and anarchy and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And because it's a comic book movie, it is hold back a better script, sadly, but it's still a comic book movie. And that is one of those trade-offs are talking about. A lot of people's attitude is that, you know, you hear a lot of people, detractors of this film, start to say things like, um, oh, they could have just called this Civil War, Marvel Civil War. Or something like that. Yeah. Or, like, well, that, that, that's actually a like, point no, I want to make as well. You still yeah. have to know. And they say, oh, no. But, or uh, other people say, well, no, this should have been a, a Captain America 3 movie. Just call it Captain America 3. And call it something else. Not Civil War. Because it's not really Civil War. It's like, no. They know full well marketing still have a trade-off. That's a trade-off. Your marketing have to say, no, Civil War is one of the most popular comics in, in ever. Of course. Yeah. That's your hype. You know, you have to hype a movie and make, make things popular. Same thing with Batman v Superman. But the, in the end of the day... Ah, uh, we mentioned it. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I lose. But yeah, but you still have to make well. I do it in a good light, not a bad light. Yeah, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> not yet. We gotta do it in a dark light too. Anyway, but the, the thing is with with Civil War, you have to you have to make a trade off. 
you have a marketing trade-off, you have to make a storytelling trade-off, so you have to get the sense of Civil War. And in spirit, yes, this is like Civil War. And in many ways, I would defend this movie over the original comic. I actually don't like the original comic, and I think the original comic is quite overrated. I don't even like the original Civil War, how much, what it was? Yeah, it was a ton it, of, it, it spanned over a ton of books. Bu- I actually really like about a couple of them. And but. It, no, but I never liked Civil War that much. I thought that that was kind of dumb in many ways. And this one, worked better organically in the movie universe because mm. you had to reference the movie universe yes that's the important point they, they did references to the comic book universe like they had the part with peggy um using the speech with saying no you move it's yeah a famous speech in the comic and they usually move speech in the peggy oh by the way peggy carter's dead in this movie she dies finally yeah which is like a really shocking moment yeah because i mean in winter soldier she was she was old and you know she had so they had her eventually pass and what they made this movie all right well we can't spoil her territory now what made this movie work is they had Steve, even though I think Steve is right um, in this argument, he is incredibly compromised in this movie, right? At no point is Steve particularly rational in this movie, mm. but he's, I still think he's right. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's him being completely emotionally compromised on several levels. Peggy Carter dead, the friend, the only friend, his only links to the past are pretty much being cut. The last strings yeah. of the past is pretty, pretty much being cut away. Yeah, he's still trying to save Bucky while they went to Soldier, yeah, but you know, everybody's thing, coming down yeah, on thing, him. Thing and working out. Yeah. And then he, he like, well, you know, all and of, of this, course, the last straw with yeah, Tony Stark. With Tony and, and the nonsense. Yeah. And then, you know, all of his, all of the, that basically, that traumatic molest event from Winter Soldier is like, oh shit, the, you know, my entire structure that I built yeah. As well. That corrupted and exactly. I, have, I have to destroy it. Yeah. And you know, it's all of that. And yeah, same thing with Tony. Tony is incredibly emotionally compromised in this. Mm-hmm. And this is where I go, right. So final failure. This is exactly where Batman v Superman failed. Batman v Superman, they they didn't make any sense in terms of rationality at all. They could have easily sit down and talk about this. Now, in when, when this movie... Oh, so when you say Russia, you mean the way Batman how characters move? Yeah, Batman and yeah. Superman, they, they're motivated. I know Superman did think, like, wait, Superman really wouldn't do that. He yeah, can't do it, but it he shouldn't dumb. do that. Yeah, yeah. and it, because of the shitty edit, everything just make, make it worse. Exactly. With this movie, it worked a little better um, for me. And I, my attitude was, yeah, the characters could have still sit down and work this out, but they didn't have time. And it had good plot reasons, in my opinion, good reasonable plot reasons why Steve had to act now. Yeah. Why Steve had to do this? Why Steve had to do that? I, I was accepting it. I totally accept why does he had to do And he was like, well, I'm going to bring in Bucky because I'm the only one who could do it. If, if, Buck, if they try to catch Bucky on his own, Bucky going to kill people. Yeah. And we don't know if Bucky compromised. And he don't know if Bucky, how much Bucky, you know, in the, in the weird state, they explain how Bucky's um, control, mind control, they had this like internal mental um, yeah. head code kind of thing. They just type into Bucky's head. They have to say it out and it'll basically put Bucky in, in Winter Soldier mode, essentially. I have to look up and see if that's like an actual true method that they use. Uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. again old spy, Russian spy stuff. Now. Again, I don't think it's real. It's like one of those more urban legends more than anything. Okay, okay. Yeah, like that. Um, so I have no idea how much of it is reality. I get it. Usually, usually with, 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 with war conspiracy stuff is that you're not sure how much is true or, yeah. you know, whatever. Point is, they made it work, and then they got into so they showed the backstory of Winter Soldier back in 1991. He mm-hmm. did a mission. We we get to see what that mission is. Yes. Um, I don't think we'll, I don't want to spoil that. Part. Don't don't do it, please. Then, but they do they do address it. Yeah. In the Winter Soldier, it's actually outright said in the Winter Soldier, so it was not a big surprise plot wise. I, I kind of knew they had to address this, and I wonder how they were going to do it. Oh, I I, I, I honestly didn't think they would have addressed it. I, just I didn't it just th- happen and right. Okay, I didn't, I knew they had to address it. Like, oh shit. 
this happened, so they're gonna do this later. Yeah. And it's addressing Winter Soldier. It's in fact it's outright said in Winter Soldier. I, I Accidents think. happen. That's no, they say yeah, they say they say yeah, they say um when history does not cooperate, you know that aspect. And in this show they cut it, so this yeah. is the big Zola sequence. Then they have the big villain, who's not a big villain. He's a small villain. Yeah. But he's a good small villain. He's more he operates more like a uh you know a fluke in the in your in your brain mm. to control your mind. You know it's like a um oh god where's the thing that you took a mind controlling um the Last of Us I forget the little mushroom. Uh, uh, Carter, the Carter ship. I forget what it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, that is like by, that. Play, well, Zemo, that's yeah, his name. Well, suppose he Baron Zemo actually played by yeah, Daniel. Daniel Brule. Brule. Well, yeah. he's Colonel Zemo in this. He, yeah. That's what he is. He's Colonel Helmut Zemo, and this guy just operates like a little virus, manipulating the system. And he was like Joker in the Dark Knight. It's unclear how it is he keep getting all these resources. Something I accept, other things I didn't accept. Of why it is he um, or he could have done what he did. Yeah. But I was, when I watch over the movie the second time, a lot of this stuff is cleared up. It's cleared up quite well because of a good edit. Ah. Very good edit. Um, on the editing front, this movie's not as tight as Winter Soldier. Um, in terms of action and in terms of uh, terms of the overall mm. edit. Not I won't go not as not as polish. I don't think it's sloppy, but it's not as polished as Winter Soldier. There were a couple of moments like in the action sequences yeah, where it, stuff it, cut it, it, it cut a little fast at yeah, times. It cut weird. Yeah, I'll yeah, give, it, it I'll a, give a perfect fast. example. Like, so in the big, big brawl sequence. You see Captain America fighting Black Panther. Right. And then War Machine comes to attack him. But like the other part of War Machine coming to attack him, he, he fights back War Machine. But you see Black Panther nowhere in the scene. So it's like they cut it, like Black Panther magically disappears for the sake of the cut. Oh. Just to have him do that action shot. Then he f- Black Panther suddenly re-emerges immediately. But like, wait, Black Panther wasn't on you right now. Black yeah, Panther should have been somewhere in the background. Little, little editing, little yeah. issues. Again, these trade-offs work out because we get this amazing fight. Of course. So yeah. instead of getting a, a more localized, tighter fight, you get a bigger fight. But if, if you do bigger and, and not as sloppy, if you do a big fight that's a complete mess, it's a waste of time. Right. That is why people prefer a tighter fight because it's safer to do. It's just two characters or two or three characters and they pull this off. But they pull off a, a fight with 12 characters and the, the mistakes would not jar in a big problem. It was fine. Yeah. I was like, well, they, they actually pulled off this huge fight, though. It, yeah. it, it was me, like. It was right down to camera work, it was yeah, down to and, editing. And it was, it, yeah. the, to me, I could totally excuse the practical limits of an argument. Because if you understand any, any, if you have any sense of how films are made, you'd understand, yeah, that's next to impossible to do, though. To make it this tight and make it work. Yeah, you had to spend a ton of resources on time just to make it perfectly tight yeah. and perfectly work. And they pull off a big damn fight with a bunch of characters. Yeah. And it worked. And oh, by the way, it felt like the serious version of the Anchorman fight. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was just this a bunch of characters come together, they line up. It was really silly, but it really worked. Yeah. And every, it was fun as hell. But it was, and another thing is that right. it wasn't a tonal shift. So it was as, like the movie, the rest of the movie, kind of serious, but it wasn't as bad as Batman v Superman, where everything no. all dull and ridiculous. This one was a little bit of a tonal shift, but it didn't hurt the movie. It was fun, but it wasn't too. It still worked within the context. Right. Characters still making jokes, still being funny. Right. Sorry. No, 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 no. As you mentioned, that that fight, right? Which is which is very very awesome. Like I didn't expect. Like we only got glimpses of it in the trailer, but like yeah. when you actually see it for yourself, guys, yeah, you will be, you'll be like. Yeah, just hard. going crazy. Yeah, it's right. just probably the most incredible thing you'll see yeah. ever yeah. <laughs> in your life. But what I love the most about just the movie period, even with this gigantic set piece, gigantic to say the least, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have all these heroes just duking it out. Yeah. You could tell like at that moment, even right down to just including Spider-Man in it. Because you know, well, when Spider-Man is in that sequence, and yes, yeah. he's just only in that one sequence. When he's there, he, he owns it. Yeah, he owns great. it, right? 
I could tell. Well, sorry, I could yeah. tell he just there. You know, like just for the fans now. You know, the people who was just so glad that Spider Man is with Marvel, with the Marvel Universe now. You know, just kind of giving them what they want now. But even at that time, it, it, it's like okay, the fans are loving this. We doing this for the fans. This is just for the fans, right? But still, as you mentioned, with tonal shift. It didn't stray away from what the overall story was about, yeah. what the overall message, what the overall team, the tone was. Yeah. So it kind of pandered to both the fans and the fans and the non-fans. Yeah, we had both. We had because the, again, people keep saying, "Well, this should have been called an Avengers movie," and it's like, "No, it's yeah. still." And they said, "No, what, is it a Captain America movie?" No, it's still both. They, f- they keep focus on Captain America. Captain yeah, America was the focus of the story. Um, it was him and Iron Man. They made it work. I thought they merged it quite well. It didn't feel like two f- different. People see it was two different films in many ways. Yeah, but it, 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 was. it was merged uh, quite well. It's still had good filmmaking. And well, all right, I would say it does probably just a minor flaw to it. Just minor, 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 minor. Where at times it's kind of like yeah, it feels like Avengers because yes, yeah. in the just in the fashion of like how Winter Soldier was and yeah. to extent Age of Ultron, all the characters, even right down to Vision. Yeah get screen time yeah. they're not given a lot of screen time the, the people who really get the most screen time uh you know captain america bucky um an iron man mm-hmm. and i guess black widow yeah right but at the same time it it feels you know like you're watching it like okay where's captain america what's he up to yeah and then when you're seeing captain america's like where's iron man what's he up to yeah they see iron man so it's kind of like all right is this an avengers film or is this a captain america right. film but it always comes back to yeah. captain america and his moral dilemma yeah and then of course with iron man being the his well the antagonist in this whole situation no you know so it always kind of goes back to captain america and what he stands for and yeah. how they're being challenged with this new situation yeah yeah and but that's the thing with the film for me uh why it worked and again here's my thing i think people who i noticed certain detractors you can expect it in the long run. Like, whenever we start talking about this film, some, like, I don't know, months from now, maybe years from now. Yeah, they could probably you, you'll hear pick pe- apart a bunch exactly, of Exactly, but you'll hear say. people argue. I, in my opinion, a lot of people argue in bad faith in the sense that they don't take into account the practicalities of filmmaking. That fight, yes, I'm sure that fight could have been better and you could have made more, and Vision could have done this differently and so on and so. But you're only talking that shit after the fact. Sorry. And people will, will I expect to hear this nonsense. People will say, oh, well, you couldn't make the fight better. And what if I could have do this? And you can have more Civil War characters in it. You know, you have, and you, have, you have a whole bunch of people who say, well, no, you needed the whole of the Marvel Universe. It's like, yeah, but like the real world is that they couldn't get the characters. They couldn't get X-Men back. You know, yeah. you couldn't get this character back. You, you know, they, don't, they simply don't own it. That's the limit of the situation. They, they worked with what they had. And, and, you know, and, you know, if they actually pull that off, oh, if you have, like, the X-Men and if you have Deadpool and everybody together, you, you know, you, the first thing people say is, like, too, too much this character. is too much. Yeah, that bullshit. What is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does go hit. And I thought for what they had and what they had to do with it, this was next to perfect for me. In me that too. Sense. Yeah, I actually um, think it's, it's near perfect as well. Another funny thing about the movie, they had 900 point... Um, um, future text <laughs> throughout the movie, which cracked me up. Oh, and, right. So the first time I watched it, 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 it but uh, as you say, it felt a lot like like some a real, Bond film, right? Exactly. Some like a Bond kind of like, film. some artsy filmmaking bullshit. No, because I saw Stanley. I saw Stanley. Yeah, that's real artsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah have an artsy look. So they, they do the Stanley. They do a lot of of, of globe. Um, right, globe, 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 globe trotting, trotting, yeah, really. around, and they had they're showing what city. So it had this one funny part which cracked me up because like oh, this is some real artsy shit. They had like a big um circular street sequence and they show Berlin. Oh jeez, like, <laughs> but it's cool. Like, that's like, the best establishment shot they cool. can it get. It was cool, though. Right? It was pretty damn. It looked real good, yeah. but I mean, where are we? Where are we now? Oh, Berlin. Yes. Ooh, okay. But it made it work. I, I get is is I think is is for one understand it's Stanley Kubrick's favorite um font. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at look at the, 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 the font for like eyes wide shut. Exactly, text, it's, yeah, it's future. It's the same same mm-hmm. font. Uh, this big and it's nine hundred point huge <laughs> on the screen. Eh? But it was it was really cool and it was uh, it it was great because you get I good. Find, it was you good get that kind of realistic kind of feel. Exactly, though, it was yeah. good filmmaking and it was just I think I think in terms of trade off, the, the things that you find bad and I, they, I think there's genuine bad. Here's a genuine bad for me. Uh, the editing on the CG wasn't p- fully polished. A little unpolished, could have go through it a little bit of time, but you know, they had to release it on time. So, a lot of the CG look unpolished. I had some stuff with cap jumping, it's like, yeah, and I look a little off. Yeah, um, I didn't really pick up that much. I on, noticed on it. The I, CG. I, no, here's the thing I saw it on a smaller screen, okay. and you notice it much more on dot screen. In the big IMAX screen, by the way, you should see this in 2D IMAX. That's the ideal setting to see it. Don't waste your time watching it in 3D. If you could see it in 2D IMAX. 3D was, I like no, the 3D. No, yeah, 3D wasn't special. I thought, I, thought, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's straight IMAX 2D. Right. That's what it should have been. Um, the. When you saw it in IMAX, everything looked much better. Mm-hmm. So it's like it had actions. It had stuff that looked like a, in a smaller screen, it had stuff that looked like a jump cut. Because the screen's so damn small. And, and beca- I don't know why it is that it looked, because they had to make the action all flashy and movie, everything was a little too tight and close. But on a big screen, you see it now. Right. So it right. was fine. Everything looked clearer and cleaner in terms of the, um, what do you call it, the like, like vision's face. I started noticing uh, uh, extra stuff in it. Now I was like, oh yeah. shit, you had to see this in IMAX, but holy crap. Um, when I saw it in the smaller screen, and I'm not shitting on the smaller screen because I like that cinema a lot. It's a very nice cinema. I don't want to say who it is, but you'll probably piece, piece together who it is within where I live. Um, but that screen wasn't, it didn't was an optimal for the film, and it was a much lesser experience. When I saw it in IMAX, I enjoyed the movie much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had to see it in IMAX, sorry. And this, um, I don't know what it was, but I get a feeling that the shutter angle was quite low. I'm not sure. It felt like the shutter angle was like 45 degrees or something. It felt oh, so really see, So what? So when no, no, no. So when when stuff move, uh, you know, when you when you when you like move the camera, right, right. You, like if if you do a pan or tilt or something like that, the camera. I forget what you call it. It just didn't feel. It didn't look smooth. It look off. Yeah. Okay. It's, you got the, they had the camera moving a lot now. Yeah. So when the camera's moving a lot, it's like I get if why they try to do it like that. And again, it's a trade off. In a smaller screen. In a smaller screen, it would look terrible. It would look quite unpolished. Right. But in the IMAX screen, it paid off. And that's what I was saying. These guys understood who would be seen and the final product. You get a good sense of conscientiousness in that filmmaking. So that's, that's, why, I that's why I didn't mind you had the look and the style in terms of the action. I got a lot of the action, especially that early action sequence with, with crossbones. Pretty tight. Yeah. A lot of stuff was cut tight. It had a part I was seeing when Cap threw the shield. In the beginning, and remember you see it in the trailer, he pull it off. It looked like he pull it off of the van. No, it flies straight through the the space in the van. I was like, oh, that's how it looked though. That in my head, it it played out differently because of the bigger screen. Yeah. Simple stuff like that. Um, other things. Um, like another part where where Cap ju- again you see this in the trailer. Cap jump kick a guy. You jump kick the soldier yes, on yes. top of the van. The soldier, right? In the smaller screen, it looked like a jump cut when he hit the wall. You thought it was. He kick him and then they cut to him hitting the wall. Right. Look, you saw that full thing in the IMAX screen. I noticed that. That's what it looked like to me the first time I saw it. I'm like, uh, yeah, you need to see this on a big screen, though. Oh, okay. So I wonder if they made a specific cut for, for IMAX. Like, no, IMAX specific. No, it's not a different. I don't think it's a different cut. Okay. I don't think it's a different cut at all. I think it was it was the screen because of the nature of the screen and how it looked. You couldn't, everything looked blurry and off in a smaller screen. Sorry to say it, but it's really specifically designed for IMAX. Right. To see it in IMAX, and yeah, which is a good thing actually. I mean, you know, yeah. what's wrong? What's, well, I mean, why why not go and see it in IMAX anyway? You know, yeah. it deserves to be seen in IMAX. Yeah, this yeah. was. But um, well, yeah, we, we, we kind of something like shelf IMAX, but yeah, sorry, that's the product. All right, but before you get to your rating and stuff, because we had a rating. Oh no, we talk, course, we um, talk about we yeah. talk about the, the villain. We talk about a little more Zemo. 
he was, I, my opinion, fully justified. They, yeah. had to, they had to give a, con- a good reason. I couldn't see people keep saying that he, he should have been ripped out. Nope. You no, no, give, he, he served you his to purpose. Give, you had to I, give a contrivance, like especially with the big reveal at the end. Yeah. That served his purpose. He had to serve it because he needed something to contrive that. Mm-hmm. And it worked. I think that worked emotionally. And Me it too, worked. yeah. Again, it's what we wanted to see happen. You can say it's a poor excuse. I don't think that, I think it's a trade-off. It was a good trade-off to and, see this and, happen. And it ties back to um, Age of Ultron. So yeah. it's not like, oh, well, Age of Ultron just came and went because it yeah. just came and went. No, it, it had a purpose it, it totally to this made story it here. And it, yeah. it, and it subverted a big action sequence that could have happened. And I was expecting it. It had a big action sequence that should have, quote-unquote, was hyped to happen. Total red herring. Loved it. Yeah. Loved that it was a red herring. I, I love that. I... Why? Because it's... It worked. It's about civil war, yeah, but it made work. Yeah, but all right. Um, f- well, before we get to it, right? So my views on it, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. I knew that you know the Russo brothers and them were going to take a huge gamble with this movie because you know, like what we what Ricardo stated before, um, Winter Soldier was a lot tighter. You know, it was just about just the political intrigue of just knowing that the people you work for aren't that trustworthy. You know, yeah. just just that aspect alone made it work. Yeah. In this case. It just went deeper and darker, you know. It brought in more characters. It gave more characters, uh, more screen time and whatnot. And even for what they did, you know, even though I'm not saying that everybody gets like 10 minutes of screen time, but when they're there, they are there, they give a great performance. Yeah. Um, so, yo, this cast, uh, from Captain America to Iron, to Cap, from Captain America to Iron Man to to Black, uh, to Black Widow, to Scarlet, which everybody gives a great performance in this movie. Even right down to Tom to, to Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man. Yeah, great. Great, 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 great and performance. And I like, he was, uh, he was a little cringy. He, he, had, a, he had a Tobey Maguire-ish kind right, of look like yeah. when I saw him. Um, but when, but when, it did, when it finally came about, he was a little cringy, but that's a good point. He's a kid. Yeah. I love that they have a young Spider-Man. I'm finally getting to say a properly young Spider-Man. Properly, yeah. no. And he, had, he has a kind of, you know, this awkwardness, which you can yeah, expect, totally, you know, from his character. It totally made yeah. sense. He's really young. Um, very very young in this he uh, they made him kind of cringe with you almost because yeah. he's an awkward teenager yeah they made him awkward yeah that worked and, and I was worried about how they were going to incorporate Spider-Man into this yeah but they made and him well, and, and they did yeah and they made him fast and smart they made him really genuinely smart they made him really strong and dangerous like you know oh shit if he, if he actually focuses his powers and get better you know, so you can see him in future movies when things come out and you'll be older. Yeah. You'll be older. Exactly. And it's going to be awesome. And then, well, Ant-Man as well, too. I was yeah. worried about how they were going to treat his character. Yeah. They did a he good job. He came in. He yeah. was Ant-Man. And they did and He brought the laughs. He brought the amazing... And he kind of stole the show for yeah, a second. he stole the show for a moment. Yeah. I wouldn't, we wouldn't say how, yeah, but you have awesome. to see if it's awesome. awesome. Um, like got like I said, everybody shine, got right? the time to shine. Um, Vision as yeah. well, too. Paul Bettany. Yeah. Um, Scarlet Witch. Played by the, I I think she's very attractive. I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. We right down to um, Sharon Carter, Sharon played Carter. by by Emily Van Camp, mm-hmm. who I think is just yeah. as hot. Yep. Um, uh, Black Widow once again, Scarlett Johansson. She brings that you know that kind of uh, quippy human stuff. Yep. Uh, Falcon as well to yeah. Anthony Mackie. Oh, that, that's a yeah. big thing because like one of the big running jokes with um, Falcon in, in Winter Soldier. I thought he really held his own against the, the war machine and, and Iron Man and War Machine. Yeah, yeah. He, One of the big jokes in Winter Soldier is that, oh, Auntie Mackie is just full of Iron Man. He doesn't need a flying man and he was Iron Man but lamer. All he was really? Like, yeah, That's a lot what people, people say. A lot of people dismiss, dismiss him. Yeah. I remember that. And he was really, like, actually took on Iron Man in some smart way is dread. He's yeah. like, oh shit, he had, he had, they gave him a great and different power set mm-hmm. from, the, from the usual Iron Man suits thing. So in some ways it worked and it was better. And he was like, yeah, they, they had Red Wing, like a, this kick ass drone thing. Awesome. Yeah. 
I thought it was, I thought it was, I love this movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. oh gosh, I know you love it. Yeah, um, even War Machine as well too. Yeah, um, John Cheadle yeah, as well, well, he was great as well. And they had an nice scene with him. Yeah. The movie, uh, I another, just felt like another, another he could have been, well, him and Vision could have yeah. just been given this a little bit more to do. Right. But I find like for what yeah. they were, like, you know, but for made, their purpose. They, but they made good sense with having Vision not do more because Scarlet Witch cancelled him out. Yeah. That is what they did with that I thought quite well. So Vision, Vision should have been the ridiculous Superman that should have run around and fly around and deal with all of them. But exactly. Scarlet Witch was there. Yeah. And she was on the opposite side. So Scarlet Witch could have easily slowed down and deal with Vision. And they had some good scenes with it. Like they had a part with Black Panther almost getting hit by his truck and Vision coming in and wow, yeah. man, there's a slam around Vision. Like, oh shit, Vision is practically Superman. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Black Panther, I forgot the, the actor's name, but yeah, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Right. Great, 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 yeah. great performance by him when he, he when he dons that suit. Yeah, we need Black to talk Panther. about that. So it's they, just gave, so him, they gave him. Awesome. They, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Black Panther movie now because they practically did his origin story. Yeah, right. That I guy. didn't spend a lot of time on yeah. it, which I loved, and yeah. they made it. They, they, they incorporated it into yeah. the story. Yeah. Um, then, oh yeah, one thing to mention as well too. What I loved is that you know, um, with with Spider Man and Ant Man's characters, mm-hmm. Spider Man, we've got two origin movies already, yeah. so we don't need to spend a lot of time talking yeah, about oh, you got bitten by a radioactive spider, and it's like, yeah, this is who I am, this is what I do. Yeah. Cool, we know that. Cool, this yeah. is what you do. We see it. Ant Man as well too. This homecoming movie, uh, which is a nice pun they do there. Uh, the homecoming movie. Just gonna just do a quick montage and boost, hopefully. Yeah, well, a quick I, I, montage. Which is fine. Maybe which a is couple great. flashbacks, yeah. two minutes done. Yeah. I mean, they did it with the Incredible Hulk. And go yeah. back to how he became the Hulk. Yeah. You saw it in the yeah. opening montage, right? Let's rush it on. Um, and Ant Man as well too. Yeah. We don't need to know how he got this suit. We don't need yeah, to see Michael that. Douglas. We don't need to see yeah. these other characters. Just guy with suit, blah blah blah. We know. Okay, yeah. yes, and he does his thing, and that's what I love. This is what I love about the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. Yeah. It reaches this level where we don't have to pause the film to tell all the non-Marvel fans, hey, this is how Ant-Man became Ant-Man. Yeah, we okay? know that. This is how Iron Man became... That's no, no. We have a ton of films it's before. Part, it's part of Disney So just down, yeah. watch the films. If you don't like them, that's your problem. And then come and watch this movie. Yeah, it's, part of, it's part of the Disney films. It's part of the Disney plan to make you watch all the movies. That exactly. Right, uh, so you're talking about uh, yeah, Black, Black Panther. Black Panther was yeah. great in this. A great introduction. He was great. He had some good action sequence. He's, he stole the that movie. Car yeah. That car chase. That chase scene. Yeah, that guy in great car chase. Yeah, it's a chase. So incredible. Yeah, it's a badass sequence. Yeah. Um, but what I say is that they, he stole the movie, stole it back. You know, Spider-Man came in, stole it back from Spider-Man. Yeah. And Man came in, stole it back a little bit. Yeah, they had him, they really re- made the character look great. Yeah. Um, great respect to the character. There's this really great part with, um, I forget what the character's name is, but basically it's the Royal Guard. I thought it was, Oh, I, thought oh, it was, I didn't pick up who, yeah, who yeah, that character it's, it's, was. Yeah, it's the Royal Guard. And the Royal Guard a female, and she was like, um, she, t- <laughs> she had Black Widow. Which is, I don't want to spoil it, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I thought it was Shuri, Shuri for a second. And I hope we get to see Shuri in the sequel. Right. Um, my personal choice to Shuri would be somebody like, I forget her name, Denai Guguri. That's um, oh, from um, um from Walking Dead. Walking Dead. That's yeah. Michonne from Walking Dead. Michonne. I, I, that's my first choice. That's my yeah. first choice for, for her to play um thing. And you know she should be the older sister. So right. when Chadwick goes to with his son, she goes. Chadwick goes to the She's running the country while he left. Ah, there's shit like that now. Okay. Um, um, you forgot to mention Bucky, you know, Winter Soldier yeah. as well too. He is he, awesome yeah, in this. He was, good in, he was good in this. He he was, he's less threatening, of course, because yeah. now he has to play the, the kind of conflicted Yeah, he felt more like a plot device. Anti-hero kind of thing, yeah. He felt like a plot device more than anything, but yeah. he, he has some good action in it. Good yeah, fight, good you fight. know, like, um, well, him and Captain America, they yeah. make, like, this yeah. dynamic duo. Yeah. When they kick ass, they yeah. kick God, ass. The kick ass scene where you see in the trailer, in the first trailer, where they just do this badass wombo combo tactic. Yeah, yeah, when they're ganging up against yeah. Iron Man, which 
like, oh yeah, that that fight, see me twenty three of them, yeah, badass, yeah, badass, well, and it's again emotionally engaging. Yeah, that is why I think the trade off worked because it didn't feel because the, it wasn't too stupid like Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman, you know, you have a trade off and you say, okay, this kind of dumb, but you pay off is worth it. Batman v Superman, the payoff isn't too dumb. This one, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, 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 understood it. it was and understood that's it. the way how the, the, the twist was revealed. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, that's, it's great. Oh. A great reveal. Is that, and and, and not, just the way how they set it up throughout big, the film yeah, as not, well, too, was great as yeah, well. Yeah, not that big of a reveal, eh? Because it's actually, the information is revealed before. We yeah. know what it was, but right. we didn't in, see in Winter Soldier. how it played out. But how they set it up in the movie as yes. well, too. And like, again, because, yeah. because they did it good, again, with the red herring, they make you think, oh, is this big thing? And they make you think that, oh, well, Zemo gonna do da-da-da and it's a red herring. Great. Yeah. Love it. Because like, there's this, this this moment, I won't go deep into it, but it's just really where we first see um, Tony Stark's character. Yeah. Just that, there's a scene that happens where, where um, before you see him. And like, at first I was wondering, okay, this is going to lead up to something. And then when you actually see it, like near the end where it leads up to, it's like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, out. And that is just, that, that's a pure example of what right, just yeah. excellent writing pulls I'll, off. I'll be, fine out, I'll be fine out if more about the details of that thing, where the, the, the starts. With, with oh, the right, right, right. Like what led to that point. <laughs> right. Can I actually assume that it, it happened earlier, like, you know, years before? No, no, no. What I thought point. it was is... Uh, it was just the one character and it's what it did. Yeah, oh, right, right. Oh, right, okay. So, <laughs> slight spoiler, but conspiracy theory, you know, movie marketing conspiracy theory time. But Mommy Superman happened to come out when? Easter weekend. Easter weekend, And then they right. spent so a bunch it. of time, they spent a bunch of time talking about Jesus allegories and death yeah, of Jesus. Even though they really spend that much time on Superman. Even though they're dumb, like, dumb and pointless and yeah. they decided to do the death of Superman and we're going to rise again. Right. Nonsense. Happened to be on Easter weekend. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the thing is, Batman v Superman was supposed to come out this weekend. Same weekend with... It was supposed to come out the same weekend with right. Captain America. And it also had a big Martha Mother's Day thing. And then this movie does a... <laughs> this, movie does a this, this movie also does a Mother's thing. So... I get a feeling that was intentional. Not sure. Conspiracy not, theory. Not, not sure, yeah. Could Conspiracy be. theory. Just happened to be Mother's Day. Same weekend. So, this, yeah. is, this is like the new thing now. So, um, time like, like Deadpool, Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, exactly. So now, so, now we're bringing up movies you're typing, you're typing for, for like a holiday weekend. Yeah, you're typing an edit and you're just thinking your edit according. So, um, I get a feeling that was like that. Which That's is theory. funny though That's because Iron Man 3 did not come out. It didn't Christmas. come out. It, it came it out Christmas. It, it didn't come out Christmas. It didn't come out Christmas, but it began on it Christmas. Had a Christ- it had yeah. a Christmas. It yeah. was a Christmas movie. Which was weird. Which was weird. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, right. So performances were fantastic. I thought the action scenes, just like just like Winter Soldier, were excellently filmed. Yeah. The fight scenes were were, were well choreographed as well too. Yeah. Um. They did a lot of over the top action, uh, action, just a lot of movement and stuff, which you know was crazy. But it they just made it work. It just yeah. it didn't feel Not as tight. too. Over, admit, it didn't really I'll, feel I'll, too. I have no problem conceding. I have no problem conceding it. Not as tight as Winter Soldier. Agreed. But agreed. The trade-off, that is my mental trade. Yeah. The trade-off. It had more bad than Winter Soldier, but it had more good than Winter Soldier as well. Right. That's how I see it. That's why I think this is a better movie. Right. Um, I do agree with, with what you said with you know Titus. Uh, sorry, with Winter Soldier being a lot tighter, because mm-hmm. um, you know because this is basically the Avengers being in um, a Captain America movie, you have to have time with the you know other characters, and they do that. And you know, it kind of gives us this, these little gray periods for us to kind of cool down and take any story. There are a few moments where it kind of feels like, all right, where is this going? Like, um, yeah. for one example, Vision and Scarlet Witch. That right, and made, and made it look. It's like, 
okay and then like a yes. little later then they kind of realize okay what's going on yeah. here oh okay Total so that's what I love I love that it, it didn't forget Great what it was it was again, going again a good comparison of what you call the trade-off and the payoff a big example of that um, the Mandarin and Ryan Mandri yes everybody hated that but I thought it was clever good trade-off yeah trade-offs needs payoffs but so the payoff did not work. It was terrible, right? Exactly. No. That, so that's why when you, when you do the risk, it was stupid. Yeah. Right? This one, the trade-off was good. And the payoff was good. So you need exactly, to have your... Yeah. That's my thing. It's yeah. like you had a much bigger, grander payoff emotionally and from a plot standpoint, and it totally worked. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get... Kind of um, the music... Solid. Well, once again, from Henry Jackman was yeah. was solid as well. Good, too. Yeah. Didn't stand out as, as, as much as Winter Soldier did. You know, I, yeah, I love the Winter yeah, Soldier theme song yeah. you know, and all that. Um, Actually, it's one of my least the, favorite um, yeah. theme songs because I don't remember. You know, a usual rule of thumb is that if you're humming it after you leave, I don't remember humming this one. Oh. Coming out it. <laughs> Age Ultron was like that for me. Age Ultron had an awesome theme song for me. Dude, Avengers, you were humming first, that yeah, theme yeah, song. The first, humming the first, that yeah, yeah, the first Avengers as well. But yeah. Age Ultron is my personal favorite um, yeah. out of the entire song tracks. This one, yeah, this one um, kind of I liked how they, they brought back little hints of the Iron Man team, the mm-hmm. Captain America team. Yeah. Not so much Winter Soldier team, not much. Yeah. Um, but you, you heard a bit of the Avengers at a, a, a crucial moment. I wouldn't say where. Yeah. You do hear a little bit of the. Da, 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 mm. yeah. A little yeah. bit. And it worked. Yeah. Um, so what else? Um, the director I thought was well was yeah. was fantastic as well yeah. too. You know, like I said, they took a huge risk with this one, really taking, you know, what they what they really established with this one character yeah. and this going further. So yeah, I do agree. It, it it's kind of like it's funny that all you compare to the Dark Knight because I would compare Winter Soldier to the Dark Knight, but now no. this feels like Dark Knight too. Not no, even Dark Knight the, rises anymore. Right? No, but the, yeah, you know. exactly. No, but for me, I compare it to the Dark Knight in the sense that well, mostly because of Zemo's character. Oh, and there's that and, emotional and the thing same, and what and he then, did. Well, yeah, a little bit because and then the same whole the whole debating the thing with, with this movie is that it, it tries to you know it's all realistic and they try to make it well it's in the real world with the UN and you know government bureaucracy and red tape and yeah. all of that shit. It started off it felt right. real like, it like the first it was hour, like that now. Yeah, after and, that that right. fight. And they, made it, fight, they yeah. made it work in the sense of... Um, and the Dark Knight was like that. Dark Knight was... You know, a lot of people took the Dark Knight seriously. Oh, it had a great moral system. And it, it did, to a certain extent. Yeah. But it's still a comic book movie. Yeah. I, though, I like how they wrote that. It was both comic book movie right, and crime and, drama. Exactly. Yeah. And even though um, this this was... You know, you know, a lot of more serious film critics, quote-unquote, um, will say, oh, well, if you like comic book movies, you don't, you don't really like film. That shit. And it, you know, oh, well, this movie trying to bite off more than true, but it's still a stupid comic book movie. That stuff, that, Eh no, sorry. Yeah, this movie really. Yeah, I think me. it has it has it has something for everyone. Well, and I have mean, a lot like, of film, a lot of film old guard trying to hold back the comic book films and trying to you know bring it back and say it's still still a dumb comic book movie. In the case of Batman v Superman, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I, if I was a film old guard, I would be like, aha, you see, you know this this all this dumb nonsense that don't make any sense. Exactly, ah, and, that's and, why I and, and you're telling me I just supposed to shut my brain off and be like, "Wow, yeah, exactly. Batman and Superman and exactly. Wonder Woman and Doomsday." No, yeah. I can't. Yeah, exactly, and that's, that's, I, that's I just love Phil too that, much to do that. I think that. that's why I hated about Batman v Superman is that it 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 gave too much good arguments and too much ammunition to to the film old guard who hate comic book movies, and that's why I hate it. But this movie, nope, this movie, yeah. Validated but I that. would love to, to to see a review or just hear somebody say that Batman v Superman. Was way better than this. No, yeah, that is or just try to defend borderline, this movie to like yeah. to, to the end. Borderline delusional, in nah, my opinion. Can't, at this point. That can't. is borderline delusional. This movie did what Batman v Superman and tried to do. And it, it pleased the fans and it pleased the the the. Well, tech, I don't want to call them non-fans, but I'll say the critics. Yeah. The ones who don't care if it's based off of a comic book yeah. and if it just had a, just enjoy decades. It's just 
I appreciate this thing as a movie. It's well shot. Whether they yeah. get that, it's well shot, well edited yeah. to well accent, yeah. you know everything. And fans get what they want. They yeah. get that encounter. They get that that you know that division between the Avengers. They get all that stuff. Yeah, and it works. Yeah, you know. And they had some great jokes in this. And yeah, yeah, okay. I, I like that. That, that. that even even with the seriousness and stuff, it still had a, a humor. You know. Yeah. What you know, you always expect it in a Marvel movie. Well, yeah. Marvel movie anyway. Marvel, Even right Marvel, now, to wait to Soldier. Like people, like, people say things moments. like, "Oh, they should have killed a character," and so on. So I was like, "No, you're not no, gonna no, kill no, a character. You, you, you don't, don't need to. to. You don't need you to, to unless it, it leads up they, to something bigger." Yeah. They, again, it's like yeah. That's my, the only what they should have done as, as a thing with with this. This had the consequences somewhat. Um, Age Ultron should have did that. Now, if they should have killed a character and they kind of did that in Age Ultron, I'd have killed a bigger character. That's yeah, like, not they, a character to just introduce. Right. An hour ago yeah. and then you kill him off. Come on, quick, quick, quick. guys. I'd have done something. I'd have something, but I, see, if it was up to me, I would have never kill any characters anyway. Because but, like, but no, if it was up to me, people, I'd have killed... People wanted Hawkeye to die, you know? Right, that's what everybody and was expecting. Because you were seeing him with the family. He's like, right. well, yeah, he, yeah, he, he got a lot to lose, though. Right. But, no. I, no, if it was up to me, I'd have killed probably Hawkeye, maybe. And I'd have killed somebody big like Thor. But because Thor is a... Oh, no. Not yeah. Thor. Thor, yeah, no, Thor killed, too big of a person nope, to die. I'd have killed you Thor. You had to give him his own movie no, to no, die. No, 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 no. I'd have killed him in Age Ultron. Have Ultron be... St- to show how strong and dangerous Ultron is. Kill him and then have him reincarnate in... Oh. Yeah, you know, he's not dead. Yeah. He go to, because he's a god. He's not a human. He's a god and he go to the, the underworld and he fight his way out of the underworld and come back to like that shit. That's right, what that, I'd have that, done. That's what I'd have done. I'd have done that. So that is my kind of two, two cents about that. Anyway. Right. So, rated rate time? Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I would, I would say right now off the bat that this is the best movie I have seen for this year thus far. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if there's going to be anything else better than, um, than this one to kind of top it off. Yeah. But I don't really see that happening anytime soon. So, for me, I have to be honest. I have to give this movie a strong four and a half out of five stars. Same yeah. rating that I gave Winter Soldier last time. Right. I want this to be the best movie of 2016 for me. I really yeah. want it to be. Yeah. There are a few tiny little nitpicks here and there. And I know yeah. maybe if I watch it a second or two time, I might pick up on them. But I probably will enjoy this film a lot more if I see it again. Definitely going to see this again. Yeah. So, uh, what is your rating? Right, for me, I am going to be giving this an IMAX. High? No, not high. Just an IMAX. Okay. We'll see it in IMAX. Here's the thing. Because of the little problems and the, okay, Zemo wasn't that great. But he still worked and it made sense. Whatever. Uh, the, the main reason I can't give this that great of a thing is because of the actual objective reasons of, that holds this back. The editing was not as tight as Winter Soldier. Right? I find the editing was a little unpolished. Not sloppy, mm. but unpolished. They could have done a little more work in getting the, the stuff, the characters to cut together. Stuff didn't cut together too well for me. And the CG was a little unpolished as well. Right. Spider-Man looked a little on the cartoony side. Black Panther, when he was bouncing along a little bit, was on the cartoony side. Um, what do call him? Captain America himself was, it had a, like when he did the big jump out of the window and he land and he roll. Right, right, right. Um, that look a little unpolished for me. Um, that's it. So it's because of that little stuff and the little plot issues and because a lot of this stuff had to be ad hoc even though it had a better trade-off, mm-hmm. it was still ad hoc. Spider-Man coming in, little ad hoc. But you, 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 you didn't need to be in the movie at all but they had to put him in the movie. That exactly. kind of thing. And again, it's, sweep, it's Sweeps Week. It's the equivalent of the TV version of Sweeps Week. You're doing it because of the gimmick but the gimmick had a good payoff. Had a good trade-off and a payoff. Right. In mine, and I liked it. But I give it an IMAX. Right? Cool. Because I have to be intellectually honest or whatever yeah. it is. Right? Well, I, I would say definitely see it in IMAX. Go see um, it in IMAX. If you can't afford it, they could see the smaller cinema. Yeah. Then by all means, but just go and see it. Yeah. Buy 
two bags of popcorn, yeah. have fun. But then, oh yeah, also man, I have to mention this movie is really long. Yeah, it is the longest in the, in the franchise thus far, yeah. two and a half hours, and you feel it at ten. Really, just feel Actually, like no, here's yeah, the thing, this shit I, long, but uh, but I justify it. My first, my first time seeing it, first time I seen it, it felt longer. And then when I watched it the second time, it felt much shorter. Okay. I was, I was watching it over, and well, I see it with a fuller, bigger crowd. Like, the first time I saw it, it was a re- reasonably small crowd. Not that, not that much people, because it was the like, first, first, first screen in the country kind of thing. Right. Um, so nobody came. So you had to focus on it a lot more. I had to focus, I was kind of by myself, but with the, with the audience, it had a big, you had an audience energy. Everybody was laughing, bigger crowd, bigger applause, and I had more energy. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I actually yeah, enjoyed so, this so more. Yeah, so time. You, you, you're having fun with it. I've been watching time flying. Much more fun. Yeah, the time flying. And I, when we reach, it was it reached a certain part. Oh shit, we reached a spot already. Great. It's like this movie way more fun watching the second time. Right. Um, it was great. I like this movie. I give it IMAX only because of the unpolished stuff. If they if they made if they could have if if it was possible, I don't think it was possible because of the practicalities of filmmaking. And if you understand how films can fail in a practical sense, you'd have much more respect and empathy for the filmmaker. In a practical sense, it was held back a little bit, so they could have done the fight a little better. Mm-hmm. The big, even though I enjoyed that fight a ton, the fight had some problems in terms of, well, Vision should have been doing this, and this character should have been doing right, that. Right, right. Character should have been, you didn't see them as much doing what they should have been doing in terms of the interactions and the fights. And of, okay, course, yeah. of course, because of legality and the real-world politics and, and um, legal problems and people and IP law and Gensu, they couldn't have every Civil War character. Of course not. Oh, gosh, man. Marvel could get them back. They barely get back Spider Man. They had to spend a ton of money on Sony, who done who had to f up the series twice, twice well, in yeah. a row. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, Spider Man three was shit, and then the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, no, but Spider-Man. I mean, Sp- the Amazing Spider Man and the Amazing Spider Man too. That's what I said twice. Yeah, exactly. Right. And yeah. so you know, the, was the probability of the X Men? So all these idiots who don't understand filmmaking, I think, will just come with those arguments in a disingenuous way. I think. Yeah. Either that you either you're an idiot or you're, you're disingenuous, and you're just arguing in bad faith. Whatever. Right. Yeah, but but guys, um, if you loved. The Avengers, if you love Winter Soldier, yeah. then you will definitely, 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 definitely enjoy Civil War. Yeah. A lot of people, I know this could be a huge argument for the past, f- f- probably from now, just, I don't know, just for the next few months or so, which is actually better. Is Winter Soldier better than, yeah. than Civil War? Or you know, not? You know, you know, I know a lot of people will, 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 I don't will know how, argue about I don't know how balanced that argument will be. Yeah, no but idea. I think they're both great on their yeah, own, on just own. as distinct movies they are. Yes, right. they have the word Captain America, the words Captain America on it. But they, they feel like distinct movies, and I love that. But they still tied in somehow, so it feels, you know, organic. Yeah. Especially with the, of course, with the Avengers and the Marvel, and Marvel Cinematic and Universe of course, as a whole. of course, you'll have the borderline trolls and delusional people who will try to tell me, talk to me with a straight face and tell me Batman v Superman was good. You yes, know, of course, because rubbish. it's Batman, it's Superman, no. and they fought for like, yeah. what, how much, five minutes? Yeah. I mean, we still, oh. I still, I still hold it out for the trio. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we, we, we close up, before I forget. Yeah, uh, guys, if you, if you get a chance, look up how it should have ended. Look up for um, the one that they did for Batman v Superman. Oh, great. That Hilarious. made perfect sense compared to what we saw in that movie. Yeah. Great. So, <laughs> yeah, that's guys, idea. after you listen to this, yeah, check it out. Trust me, sad, I mean, fun. the sad part about Batman v Superman is that they, you could have written that movie like 10, 15 dozen different ways better than what we get. Of course. It was just pure, again, it was, yes. to me, the, like reason the, the, the reason the film failed because, wasn't because of creative issues. You know? It was because it had too much creative politics clashed and cancelled itself out and just yeah. making a slop of a movie. But the point is you're seeing Sloppy. all these things yeah. on screen and nobody up and say, I'm sorry, but this really can't work. This can't yeah. work. Trust yeah. me. Cut it. Put yeah. in another show or yeah. something or have it as a nobody. deleted scene. Where people, having... people will buy the Blu-ray to see all these deleted scenes. Yeah, where, people will where love had, that. Where you had was a boiled on gumbo. Yeah, that's what it was. was like how the worst possible oil dung you could have and like somebody <laughs> threw somebody <laughs> throw a wedding cake somewhere in there and it's like, yeah, yeah that shit a wedding cake is go good, but you don't throw a wedding cake in oil dung. Come yeah. on, man. 
whatever. Right. So so this is so the, so so one 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 so so one actually has. Well, I, I know you don't really care for one right now, but let's just all I have to say is just if Killing Joke and Suicide Squad are as great as as they could be, could well be, at least they feel, yeah, as, if, if they feel well, Isaac. maybe not Killing Joke, but if Suicide Squad feels. And that's it for, for yeah, I trouble. But right nobody, now, nobody will take them seriously. Marvel is on top, yeah, so who knows where they're going to go. Well, I mean, well, Doctor Strange is coming up, so right. let's just see what so they So this is that. the third big comic book movie for the year. Yeah, Deadpool so comes, had Deadpool. The Deadpool start strong. Yeah. Um, Deadpool was its own thing. It did its own thing well. Um, it was a titan, solid, solid, but even though the plot was normal. Yeah. Um, so um, intentional or non-intentional, yeah. you could argue about yeah. that. But Batman yeah. v Superman was a complete disaster <laughs> for me. Yeah. Second film in the big comic book thing, out of the six. Civil War, who totally redeemed and was a complete palate cleanse. And I think that's, that's another thing, yeah, that I like in Civil War much more than I should because Batman v Superman was such a disaster. Mm. So that's, I think that's why Civil War enjoying Civil War so much more. It's like, right, oh, right. I finally come in cinema and enjoy my fucking self in a movie. Yeah. And don't have to like, think and be angry and pissed off because they're doing so much shit. Exactly. Because I sure Batman v Superman was a solid movie. I doubt I'd have liked this as much. In right. my head, I'd have been comparing it to um, Winter Soldier much more and doesn't tighten you know my brain would, that counterfactual whatever you can't predict the, the, right. the, the, the potential but but we are getting X-Men Apocalypse in yes, the next couple the weeks of, yeah in the end of the month I already know I already know I'll enjoy it I mean yeah in my head in, the, in my head I was going to compare like see Winter Soldier kind of outshined the future past and I was like alright it was good but you know it's a different beast but I didn't like it as much because Winter Soldier did so much different and did so much more and grander and better um, I get a feeling that Civil War might do that to this not sure we'll, yeah. do, we'll find out um, and a lot of people kind of get fatigued with the whole world ending stuff. So yeah. yeah, but who knows? This might actually be the the civil war in a sense. Oh, of it, the it might work. Project. Yeah, it might work. And yeah, we, we, we like to see we like to see hero. Yeah, we like to see mutant on mutant action. You know, it sounds hot. So yeah. whatever. Then we have Doctor Strange looking pretty damn good mm-hmm. coming up. And before, well, sorry, before that is Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad, which I still have faith for. That's it. Where's the last movie? I think that's it. Yeah, X Men. Yeah, that's Suicide it. Suicide Squad. It, yeah. Then Doctor Strange, I think that's the last big comic book movie for the I don't think we have anything big. And then, we'll, of course, we have the Oscar bait movies. Right. That's it. So, anyway, so. Yeah, so in closing, uh, well, all right, Ricardo, where can we find you online? Yes, yeah, so you, 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 you can. You can find me, Ampersat Armedi, that is at R M E D D Y on Twitter. And you good, sir? Oh, you can also find me on Facebook, but hardly on Facebook, but Twitter. Yeah, you should be on Facebook. Though. You should see the kind of stuff people like, dude. Like ever since 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 Civil be, War come out, there people just like OMFG Civil War, Civil War, Civil yeah. War. I know. I'll be, I'll be on Twitter. And I'll be on Facebook. Any small groups just to be in, but don't be on a public Twitter. So you, you'll probably you can probably find a message and I might reply. Okay, but okay. Twitter, I'm reasonably active on. All right, I am. I am reasonably reasonably active on on Facebook actually. So you yeah. could just type in my name, Matthew Bailey. You could also type in Illegally Black Blog Official Fan Base. You'll see. All the links to the podcast and the written reviews that I've done before. Um, before. Yeah. Also, you can find me on Twitter. Just type legally black MGB MGB uh, in capital letters as well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you you know, um, and in terms of what we discussed here, you know, uh, feel free to let us know what you thought about barbershop mm-hmm. if you've seen it. Um, also, what do you think about uh, Civil War? Did you like the film? Did you hate the film? Do you think it's better than Winter Soldier? Do you think it's just as good? Or if, or like me, you think it's just two great movies but just kind of distinct from each other? Um, and yeah, basically, MCU are the top of their game right now. You know, there's no limit where they could go right now. But, you know, what do you think? Do you think that they just bit off more they could choose? Do you think it's just a little too much bringing in Spider-Man and Ant-Man and all these other characters into their films? Or you just think they're just going off? 
Or you just think that okay, maybe DC has it a lot better with you know with Batman, Superman, and all these other things. Like, you know what they've done before with the Dark Knight trilogy and whatnot. Although personally, I just think you know Marvel has has it up yeah. way more compared to to DC. But who knows? DC maybe has a chance to climb back up and take that crown. You know who knows? But maybe we'll do. see. Maybe not. I'm not sure. So comment below. Let me know what you think. All right. And that's pretty much about it. Yeah. 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 We also have a bunch of other movies coming up. Yeah. Um, Angry Birds movie yeah. coming out, which I wouldn't mind checking out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else? What else? Well, Bad ne- yeah, Independence Day resurgence. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which yeah. I doubt I'll watch in, in IMAX anyway, but yeah. who knows? We'll see. So until next time, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. Yeah. This is Machi Billy alongside Ricardo Medina. And we're signing off, guys. Yeah, Take later. care. Next time, guys. Later. later. Yeah. Peace. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? The back of the club, sipping my wet is where you find me. The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. Mad question asking, blunt passing, music lasting. But I just can't quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why not? Why blow up my spot? Because we both got hot. Now check it. I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough. To feed the needy, no need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benz and see notes by the layers. True fucking players. Jump in the rover and come over. Tell your friends, jump in the GS3. I got the chronic by the tree.